bless your name, Jesus. Wherever you are, wherever you are right now, let's set our minds on the Lord and, and give him an atmosphere of worship. Bless your Lord God.
mighty God, we are free to worship. Yes, we are. You're free to worship the Lord. That's what we want to do. We want to celebrate Jesus. He's the reason for the season. Think about the goodness of God. Think about what the Lord has done and, and your expectations of his greatness. Bless your Lord. You know, I was walking through the Walmart parking lot and there was a woman that passed by and as she passed by, she was, I heard her giving praise to God, you know, and that was just so awesome to me because uh, we should be able and we should feel that same freedom wherever we are. Uh, people feel the freedom to cuss. They feel the freedom to, to curse other people. We ought to feel the freedom to just be a blessing and to bless someone else. Let somebody hear you giving God some praise. I'm telling you, they will appreciate it. Now, everyone may not, and I don't, but but those that will will. I want to thank you for worshiping with us this tenth uh, day of January, 2021. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML inside the pages uh, with. Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Our worship service begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. My God, God knows how to show up, and he definitely knows how to show out. We believe the Bible is the word of God, therefore we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is uh, by obedience to the word of God. Obedience, complete, subjecting, our, pulling ourselves, every imagination, every, everything that would exalt itself against the word of God, bringing it into subjection and saying not so, telling this flesh, telling this flesh, no, no. No, don't give this flesh permission to do what it want to do. No matter how much it throws a fit, no matter how many people want to uh, want to co-sign, whatever you want to do, don't do it. Don't do it. Obey the word of God. If you've missed any of the messages, I'm so excited about Jesus right now. If you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on demand to access the message archive. 
Listen, the Saints at Cornerstone, uh, last year we fasted. We had a fast throughout the year. Everyone picked a day uh, to fast on. And, you know, and we're continuing that because the Bible said some things come by prayer and fasting. So the Saints at Cornerstone are, will be consecrating. Uh, that means sacrificing. They're sacrificing meat or all sugar uh, from January 11th through February 28th, yes. The sacrifice is unto the Lord. And so we wanna go before him with thanksgiving of, and seek God for mercy, seek God for wisdom, knowledge and understanding and uh, saving of souls. As the head of your home, uh, lead your house, lead your family and everybody that is in it into a time of prayer. You know, it, it don't have to, you don't have to, have the children down there for for an hour or 30 minutes, but they need to learn to pray and to seek God and to expect uh, the power, respect the God uh, for who he is. And so uh, you want them, the children, uh, don't teach your children how to consecrate uh, unto the Lord. They can go without having uh, all the sugar that they want for the uh, during that time period. Uh, they don't have to have that Snickers or whatever, that Slurpee or whatever they, they're desiring to have. Uh, you know, I, I like cake. You know, um, uh, uh, 50 Cent said, do a fat kid like cake? You know, and I, I'm not a fat kid, but uh, I like cake. And I, I often laugh at that particular statement. But um, you need to understand that uh, we need to consecrate and to seek God. You need to set your own house in order as well. The Bible tells us in Joel 14, 1 and 14, it says, Sanctify ye a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry unto the Lord. Uh, Esther 4 and 16 says, Go Get together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. Neither eat nor drink three days nor nights or days for I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. We know the story of Esther that she did not perish. But she took a chance and it came through fasting and prayer, that sacrifice. Uh, Jonah 3, uh, 5, uh, um, read a few verses here. It says, so then the people of Nineveh believe God. And, and I hope you believe God this morning as much as I do. Uh, the people of Nineveh believe God and proclaim the fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them, everybody. A rich, poor, young and old was fasting for the word came unto the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. He humbled himself and he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles saying, let neither man nor beast Herd nor flock taste anything. Everybody, the entire uh, Nineveh, everyone in Nineveh was called to fast 
and to and to to not just put everything on pause. We talk about being a God fearing nation. When was the last time you've heard of a nation being called to fast, to stop, to, to just put everything on pause and to cry unto the Lord? Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. And that's what we want to do. We want to cry mightily unto the Lord. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hand. And God saw their work and they turned from the evil way and God repented the evil that he had said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. Why? Because they humbled themselves with fasting and prayer. They consecrated unto the Lord. And that's what we're doing. We're consecrating unto the Lord. Uh, it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong, but we want to consecrate and seek the God uh, our sovereign God. We want to seek him. Now, many talk about Daniel. You know, I was I, I was seeing some things, um, advertisement, you know, called the, the Daniel fast and all that. They really have marketed, you know, this thing. But Daniel, when he was fasting, uh, the, the truth of it is that Daniel was was eating litno. And during that time period of that, he was in training to learn the ways of the Chaldeans, he consecrated until so he went a lot longer than three days. Uh, he went on for quite some time in the in his consecration, and he remained consecrated. Him and those that was with him, that was faithful unto the Lord, they remained consecrated unto him. And, and so, from uh, January 11th, Monday, tomorrow, through the uh, 28th of February, uh, you pick. Uh, meat, uh, go that time without any meat at all. And uh, someone, I'm sure someone is asking a question, uh, where are we going to get protein from? I want to ask you, where do animals get protein from? And Or, or select sugar. Go without any sugar. Uh, uh, no sugar. No cake, no candy, no pie, ice cream, all of you get it. No, that soda. Uh, you know, you're going to have to think about what you're ingesting before you do it. Uh, we're taking the year with purpose, and I hope you have a made up mind to do the same. The Bible tells us, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violent, and the violent taketh by force. So we're going to be assertive. Uh, we're going to be active, and we're going to allow God to be God. And so I want you to remember this, that there is a difference between good and great. There's a difference. There's a major difference between good and great. Uh, with that being said, Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you, Lord God, for your goodness. We honor you for your grace and your mercy. Lord God, we thank you for this day that you have given us. Lord God, an opportunity to, to hear your word, an opportunity to proclaim your word. Lord, an opportunity to apply your word, Lord, that we may be found faithful in your sight. I pray and ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body, those that are not feeling well, whether it is a headache, whether it is some uh, form of uh, that uh, sickness that they're dealing with, you know. And I pray that you would bless, Lord God, those that are taking care of our loved ones. Uh, give them, Lord God, wisdom and knowledge. Give them insight. 
to the situation at hand. Lord God, most of all, we pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to go into the word of God. I, I, I just feel the spirit of worship. And so right where you are, uh, maybe you're just waking up or you're in the middle of your day or at the end of your day, uh, you know, depending on where you are, uh, just, just tell God something good. Just tell him you love him. Tell him how much you appreciate him. You know, the, we need to give God that attention. We need to entreat him. And so uh, just tell the Lord, just begin to speak unto him. Bless your Lord Jesus and to bless his holy name. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We love you today. We honor you, Lord God, for your presence. We honor you for your goodness, Lord God, for all that you have done for us, for all that you brought us to this point in time in our existence. And we just pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord God, with whatever time that we have left in this assignment, Lord Jesus, to be found pleasing in your sight, worthy to stand in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Mighty God, bless you, Lord God. You know, as a software engineer, uh, uh, I'm managing internal and external customers. And so I, I sometimes, I, I have to give these simple instructions. We're going into the word of God. And I have to give these simple instructions. And uh, you may have heard these instructions before, so it's not something new, but uh, maybe you've been uh, told or you already knew this on your own, and that is to hit control, out, delete. Now, this is used as a soft reboot uh, function. A soft reset is a restart of a device, you know, uh, such as uh, on your phone, um, tablet, laptop, or personal computer. You know, it, it's used to close the application and clear any data in the um, random access memory. And so uh, some data in current use may, may be lost. You know, there may be something that you're working on. You might have been typing out a message in, in Microsoft Word and, you know, through the process, you may have lost those few lines. And in some instances, it's okay. Uh, you know, and, and if you like me, you might have some a few grammar errors in that paragraph and you have to you know, which you didn't have time to check, but since you did this soft reset, uh, you know, it was erased and you're gonna start all over again. Some things uh, we need to just erase and we need to start over again. And so uh, if the data's lost, if what you was about to do was lost, you know, that individual that you was about to get uh, hooked up with and uh, became impatient, that, that may have been, and certainly probably was a blessing that they walked away and you didn't find yourself getting involved in doing something that you should not have been doing. Uh, if you were about to spend some money that you were, that you should not have been spending. And as a result of the reset, you know, you didn't spend it and you, and you were able to pay that bill, that utility bill or whatever needed to be done or just save it. That was a good thing. Uh, you know, maybe you was about to say something to somebody that you should not have been saying, but due to the reset, uh, you were you caught yourself, mighty God, and you did not say it, and therefore you were able to walk away, uh, repenting in heart, and, and no one was offended, and uh, by what you said, you didn't have to track them down later to apologize. Uh, that was lost. Uh, that was a good thing, 
And, and so uh, some data that was in current use uh, or was about to be stored on is lost. And so uh, uh, something needs to be deleted from the current use. As soft reset is usually uh, conducted in an attempt to fix the malfunctioning application and return the device to the same state it was uh, when it was shipped from the factory. Uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, please hit Control Out Delete. Sometimes you need to hit uh, hit Control Out Delete early in the morning. You know you're just waking up, and maybe what you dreamed about uh, need to be removed, and so you need to do something about that. Uh, maybe in the middle of the day, or it might be late at night. Uh, that you become aware of something or you may be involved in something or doing something, you need to hit control out delete. Uh, the Lord uh, told his disciples, he said, you have been washed by the word. Uh, you know, there was a, a reset, an adjustment, a cleansing that have occurred in your life by the word of God. The Bible gives us this account in, this, in uh, the gospel of John. It says, uh, then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. This is John 20, 21 through 23. Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so I send, uh, send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. How, uh, whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Now, the Gospel of John reminds us first and foremost that God is. Uh -huh, God is. He is. Yes, he is. God is. And that he is the source of all things. For the Bible tells us that in the beginning was the word of God, and the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. He was in the world. And the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. But as many. But as many. As many. As received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. Do you believe in the name of Jesus? Have you replaced, have you placed all your concerns on him today? Concerns that are bothersome. And there are also those that are not. There are things that we are doing uh, that are not a burden uh, but we need wisdom. We need knowledge how to execute those things. Maybe it's a business plan. Maybe it's just going to work and functioning in a, at a level, a higher level, a better level than what we've been functioning at. And we want God to give us that to help open our understanding in some things that uh, as a student uh, in, in our curriculum, we want God to open our understanding. We don't want to depend upon other things as some are doing. 
you know, I was listening to uh, one uh, college student talk and they were saying that, uh, that, you know, um, that they had heard that, you know, when you, when you self-indulge, when you become self-sedated with certain uh, things, that it opens your understanding and you're able to study better. And so, but you don't want to be dependent upon chemicals. You don't need to go to a street pharmacist, to, you know, or anyone to get certain things to help you have a clear understanding. Uh, you'll find sobriety by asking God for wisdom. And so uh, we can see that in how Daniel and those that was with him conducted him themselves, that they sought the Lord for wisdom for those hidden things uh, that the king and his astrologers and his musicians and uh, magicians and others could not see. And, and so God will open our understanding and when we seek him, uh, and so as you seek God in your vocation, as you seek God in your studies, as you seek God in whatever you're doing, even in relationship, uh, that God will give you wisdom and understanding. And God does not open our, give us wisdom and understanding for us not to apply those things that we see. Do you believe in the name of Jesus? Have you placed all your concerns on him today? Concerns that are bothersome as well as those that are not. Maybe his name has been replaced by another name or another figure. It's time to hit control out delete. John points out the humanity and deity and where our faith should rest. And that is in Jesus Christ. John 8, uh, 30 through 32 says, and he, Jesus, spake these words uh, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Uh, John 20, 19 through 20, uh, it says, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled uh, for fear of the Jews, they, they were running for their lives. They were afraid about what was going to happen and what had already occurred. And so they were hiding. And so they were together. Came, Jesus came and stood in the midst of them and said, peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed them his hands and his side. He, wanted, he made it a point to let them know that you're not imagining this. He made it a point to let them know that, that from what you saw on the cross, here I am. Here's the evidence that I have risen again. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. It never ceased to amaze me how uh, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Uh, Jesus waited purposely uh, after a certain time period to go and to see about Mary and Martha's brother. They, he waited, they waited. Uh, he waited uh, so that to dispel any superstitions or fables that they had and they believed and received Lazarus from the dead. Others had died and was received again from the dead. It never ceased to amaze me as I read the, when I read the scripture, how 
certain things were of common practice. That was a common accepted of of what was happening. Miracles were accepted. It didn't frighten them where they ran out the door uh, afraid to ever return. But they were they accepted those things just like uh, Deacon Philip being caught up uh, from the unit. It was just accepted that it happened and it was never questioned. Was it a reality or, or, or any sort? And so I believe that God is, is positioning us. Even in this day and time, those that will receive it, those that will believe it, those that will accept it that there will be uh, times that there will be those type of miracles in our lives that a testimony and it will just be well accepted and glorifying God. Mighty God, bless you, Lord Jesus. That it occurred, it happened, and there's no dispute about it. The Bible goes on to tell us that he spoke to them and they were glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you, as my father hath sent me, even so send I you. Now, peace means to be free from disturbance and to experience tranquility. After a hard day at work, when you get home, you expect to have some peace. Uh, it's a sad thing to get home and have to deal with more of the ruckus, more of the hell and high water that you just came or thought you were escaping from to come home and walk into hell's kitchen. And so after a hard day at work, you want to have some peace. Uh, ladies, when he get home, allow him a moment to rest. Allow him a moment of time for himself. Allow him that. Give that to him. Uh, uh, Put a, a zip it up. Turn off the nag button. Turn it off. Uh, you know, that's a tool that has been handed down from generation to generation that if you nag, listen, stop nagging and let there be some peace. Uh, brothers, uh, when you get home, uh, after you have rested and reset, uh, allow her to rest and reset, too. Uh, don't try to uh, jump on her and bite on her like a dog on a bone but allow it to reset. A matter of fact, uh, with no hidden agenda, just give a just because gift. And so uh, we need to teach our children also how to reset. Most of our children are on auto drive with iPads, cell phones, and other cabling channels uh, that have their mind pretty much fried about right now. I remember when they used to call uh, us latkey kids, the, the new latkey kid or, uh -huh, or latkey children was a child who turned or returned to an empty home after school or a child who is often left home with no supervision because of uh, his or her parents are away at work. And so the television supervised the, the hours. Uh, they stayed, and so, uh, but now it's the video game. Now it's social media. Now it's the devices of today, and their little minds need to be reset. Children's minds need to be reset from throwing tantrums, 
uh, when they don't have the device. You know, I, I was uh, an associate brought their infant, uh, their child, which was less than two years, uh, to say hello, you know, because they had been out of the office and they stopped by to say hello. Uh, this was some time ago. And when I came by to say hello uh, into the department where they were at, uh, the eyes of the child went immediately to my uh, Samson note. And I was like, wow, you know, immediately. They are so, you know, and I know the day and time in which we live, you know, media and devices and all, but, but that should not be the supervising tool of our child. Children's minds need to be reset from throwing tantrums over devices that you bought. They are yet unlearned. They have not yet learned how to govern themselves, which is a responsibility of every parent. Not the device, not the information, and the subliminal message that is being planted in their mind. Like you, they're going to grow up. They're going to act up until someone hits control, out, delete. The Bible says, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, breath or breathing is the process of moving air into and out of the lungs to facilitate an exchange. Uh, the mention of breath denotes more than the air you are breathing at this moment. Mm hmm. For the Bible tells us in Genesis 2 and 7, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breath and, and breathed into his nostrils uh, the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Uh, uh, people are walking around right now with breathing air, but they do not have the, the, emphasizing breath of life that causes them to become a living soul. Job 33 and 4 says, The Spirit of God have made me and the breath of the Almighty have given me life. It's more than the mundane, but it is power from on high. The Greek word dunamis is used over a hundred times to represent strength, power, ability. It is also the root word of our English word dynamite or dynamic. And he said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost represents power. It also represents established principles for a future inheritance. It represents the very thing that is going to change this body from mortal to immortality. It is the seal of a sanctified life. And because you receive the Holy Ghost, you have to remain sanctified. Uh, there are gonna be some that, have, that receive the Holy Ghost and they thought that when they received it, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. That they were, it gave them permission to continue in sin. God forbid. 
Shall we continue in sin? Uh, you're going to have to read Romans. It says that we should not. Acts 1 and 8. But you receive power when the Holy Ghost is come, the Holy Spirit come upon you, and ye will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I want to interject something here and hopefully provoke you into the divine will of God. I want you to understand something that the Lord breathed on them and told them that they would receive power. But I want you to understand that there are different levels of power. Somebody uh, got it confused. Uh, somebody uh, hadn't stopped to think about the different sources of power. Uh, there are, just like in our natural, uh, there's power in the water. Uh, there is power uh, that is pulled out of the air. There is power from fuel. There's different levels of power. And, and so when we consider uh, being in the divine will of God, we have to understand that there are different levels of power illustrated throughout the scripture but only one that will save your soul. The Bible lets us know that there is a universal power and I, I don't have time to go through all of them. And so I, I just made a very short list. And so the Bible tell us in Ecclesiastes, it said that he that observed the wind shall sow, shall not sow. And he that regarded the clouds shall not reap. As thou knowest uh, not what the way of the spirit nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God, which maketh all. There is a universal power that is at work that causes uh, things to grow at its season. There is a universal power that causes the bones of a child to grow while it is in the womb. There is a universal power that uh, man cannot just put his finger on and understand it completely. The Bible tell us about this power. It says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's a universal law uh, that exists, not just for the God's elect or the saint of God, but uh, it said that, uh, that whatsoever a man, that's any man, so that shall they also reap. There is the power of thought. Uh, Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so that's the power of thought. You got to watch what you think. Uh, there is the power of words. For the Bible tells us in Proverbs uh, 18, uh, 21, it said, Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And so you got to watch what you say because your mouth possesses power. There is also the power of sin. In Isaiah 59 and 2, it says iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you and that he will not hear you. That's the power of sin. Sin will separate you from God. Instead of uniting you with God, it will cause a division. And then there is the power of forgiveness. Uh, Isaiah 44, 22. He said, I've blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions. 
and as a cloud thy sins. He said, return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. That's the power of forgiveness. Uh, that's a reason to give God some praise right now because of the power of forgiveness. Mighty God, the power of God's word. Uh, for the Bible tell us that for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But to unto us, which is saved, it is the power of God. So what are you saying, preacher? Uh, you want more than a universal power. You want more than the power of thought. And certainly the power of sin is a dangerous thing to possess. Uh, you want the power of remission of sin. You want the indwelling power of the Holy Ghost and the power of obedience, which is better than sacrifice. Uh, you see power uh, uh, multiplied the two loaves, the two fishes and the five loaves of bread. And there was an abundance that was left over after feeding the 5,000. But it doesn't say anything about the power of salvation upon those men. So let's not get it twisted. We need to hit out, control, out, delete. And for the Bible says, whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins are retained, they are retained. And, and so uh, Peter preached a message one day and said, repent, therefore, uh, you got it, the power is in your hand. You know, all it takes is three fingers to stretch it across the keyboard and to hit those keys in order to cause a reset so that the application will work right. Cause a reset so that things will power up correctly. Uh, the erase what's going on. All it takes is those three fingers. And so Peter said, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the time of refreshing uh, shall come from the presence of the Lord, of uh, the Lord our God, not, the, not Buddhism, not Hinduism, not feng shui or any other thing, but the power of God, the presence of the Lord God, which will consume every other presence that presents itself. Hit control out, delete. So that the power to live right is released. Could hit control out delete. So the power to act right is released. Hit control out delete. So the gifts that God has uh, instilled in you can be reset. And not only you, but others can benefit from those gifts. Wherever you are, you ought to give God some praise. You ought to give God some glory. Magnify the Lord. Oh my God. We ought to magnify the Lord together and exalt his name. Give God the glory. Give God the praise. Set aside the foolishness. Set aside every weight and sin that would mess us up. Cause our children, teach them to act right. Teach them how to be reset. Help them reset themselves. Get, oh my God, bless your Lord Jesus. We ought to spend some time. Spend some time in neology. Spend some time with the family praying. We're going to shut it down tonight and we're going to pray. We're going to seek the Lord. We're going to seek him as a unit. We're going to seek him together as a family. Uh, you're not going, we're not going to send the children in the room uh, to go and be occupied. Because see, they're being occupied. They're also being taught. They're being taught some things that they don't need to learn. The Bible gives an instruction for all of us. To raise up, to train up a child in the way they should go. 
They may not understand it all today. And neither did you. Neither did I. But the day will come. Neither did the disciples. But the day came that their eyes opened and they understand it and they were enlightened. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I get it now. See, they'll look back on a day. You know, one of the greatest things that I heard from from my children as they got older was that they said, you know, I, I didn't get it when you was as you was raising us and you didn't let us go certain places or we couldn't, you know, you didn't take us and, and you didn't raise us over here on this area. You raised us over here and we didn't get, but we get it now. We understand it now. We understand it better. And they, and, and, you know, the day will come that even you yourself, some things we don't we don't get, but just in being obedient, just because we follow the instructions that are being given, the instructions that are being given even today, that when the fruit of that shows up, when the fruit of that is released, then you'll be like, man, wow, I get it now. I, I didn't see it at that moment. You know, the disciples didn't always see everything. And so they, matter of fact, Jesus had gave them some instructions and they went to refute what he was saying, but they said, nevertheless, and so because it's a nevertheless moment, whatever instructions have been given, the instructions that it's a nevertheless moment that, okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, you don't have to understand it. Just be obedient to what's being said. You don't have to understand it from A to Z. Just be obedient to what's being said. As we go through this consecration from uh, Monday, from January 11th, you know, already your, some, some of your flesh is already starting to fight against you. You need to understand that your flesh, your, uh, the, the flesh is already starting to fight and try to uh, refute some things. And you got to tell it, no, 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 no. Uh, that flesh is subject to your spirit. You're in control. And so you tell self, self, this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to take it one day at a time. And I'm going to follow the instructions of the pastor. I'm going to follow the instructions of the man of God. They're not asking me to do nothing crazy. I'm not asking you to buy bottled water from the Holy Land. I'm not asking you to buy uh, some, some different oil. I'm not asking you to do none of that stuff. That's not something we believe in. But I'm asking you to obey the word of God. I'm asking you to consecrate and to seek God. And in the process, hit control out delete father in the name of jesus we honor you lord god for your word this morning this short exhortation oh my god lord god we just thank you and praise you lord god for who you are what you have given us today lord god and we know that you're not done lord jesus but we're going to uh, right now just uh, pause for a moment lord jesus and ask that you would help us to govern ourselves according to what we have received. Ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Listen, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin, or you have not dedicated your life to the Lord, or you need to rededicate your life, do so. If you're looking for a church home, listen, we have space for you at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. You know, for your ministry and for your growth, Certainly God is working on all of our behalves and we are seeking God to do his will. And that's, that's our goal. 
that is to yield ourselves unto the Lord, to pour ourselves out unto him, and he'll take care of the rest. There's testimonies after I'm telling you he'll take care of the rest. And so with that being said, I want you to remember the songs featured are the respective property of our songstress and the artists and producers. You know, listen, your music ministry, your skill set, we believe in all of that, drums, piano, you know, we believe in praising God and, and we're looking to just magnify the Lord uh, together, uh, my God, in the name of Jesus. And so with that being said, uh, listen, remember me in prayer as I remember you. Uh, if you've missed any part of the message, go to ConnectingTruth.org and click God on demand. Until then, I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed in Jesus' name.